Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. So today we are tackling a concept that we've already discussed um, actually, funny story. We've discussed this idea of a hangout night, Mike. Yes. Uh, it's this concept that, hey, a way that we can reach non-believers or people who are far from God, people that aren't involved in church, is let's do a social gathering where people can come together and you can just just have fun together. But it's it is gathering a lot of people in one place and hanging out in a close, confined space. Yes, and that episode went live the day they told us to stop gathering. <laughs> oh, brother. Yes. Timing. So, that's right. I can't think of a worse day for that episode to drop, but if you look back, we said how to grow your life group, and we talked about this idea of a hangout night, and um, man, the t- we recorded it weeks in advance, and when it dropped, it our world completely changed yes and so it's funny now to look and listen we even did a giveaway um we're like hey we're gonna give away if you go and gather with a bunch of people yeah, and we clicked it and be like hey please stop gathering with people <laughs> uh today we're actually we're gonna laugh a little bit about that as we did but we're gonna talk about how the principles behind that still are true now uh and so the idea of having a space where we are intentionally bringing people in who don't know Jesus and creating an environment where they can feel comfortable, where they can feel welcome and accepted and where they can rub uh, metaphorical shoulders, not physical ones uh, with actual (laughs) believers experience the community we have. When that happens, when uh, we provide a place for people to belong before they believe it is a huge way that we can begin to reach those that are outside the faith, those that don't know Jesus. Um, it's highly strategic. Um, and what we've been talking about more and more is how do we do that? How do we take that idea and do it digitally? We've already started doing that with life group and D groups. Can we do it with a hangout night? And we think the answer is yes. Yes, I think we can. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a yes, or else we would have an episode about it. And so <laughs> we are going to talk. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert. If you haven't heard that episode, go back. It's called How to Grow Your Life Group and take a listen to it. And it's going to give you the heart behind Hangout Nights. And what we're going to talk about today is how do you do it digitally? And so we actually got this idea from our Facebook uh, group. We were doing a Q&A and somebody talked about, uh, somebody just asked, us, said, hey, how do we have fun with our group together? Because I need some social time. Yeah. And it was just like Mike and I were like, why haven't we thought of this? Like a digital <laughs> hangout night. So uh, that's what today's going to be. There's going to be a resource that we give actually on how to do one. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to save it for a second, uh, you know, till the end, but it is going to be a really good resource. It'll be a lot of fun. It's in the show notes, but let's get started. What does a successful hangout night look like, Mike? So digitally or physically, I mean, you can you know differentiate if you need to, but just at a hangout night in general, what makes it a success? Well, I think when we're talking, whether we're talking digitally or in person, I think the goals are still the same, right? So the hangout night is, you know, it's essentially a fun night that you organize with your life group 
uh, with the intentionality of inviting people who are not connected in a group to the fun night. So this yeah. is a, you think of the hangout as a, a on-ramp to people being into your group and not just, not just people that you know that are believers, but this is the ideal scenario for inviting an unbeliever into your group, mm. right? Because we've, we've talked about, you know, an unbeliever, the last thing they want to do is come to your Bible study. <laughs> They're not interested, uh, you know, as yeah. much as we want them to be. And, you know, there's probably exceptions out there where, you know, they're seeking and they're wanting answers to questions. But the norm is going to be, um, no, I don't want to come to your Bible study. That's not my thing. It's not my scene, whatever the whatever that is. So, you know, right. this is an environment that you can invite them into to where there's no expectations. It's not a bait and switch where you're going to get them into the uh, into the chat room. I almost said room. <laughs> uh, you're yeah. not going to get them into the environment and then you know be like, surprise, we're getting our Bibles out and now we're going to start studying a passage. You're just getting together and having some fun together as a group yeah. and inviting lost people into it ideally. Yeah. So, I like that on-ramp idea because it's your favorite graphic, Mike. We'll make sure we put it in the show notes again. <laughs> but that hangout night on the disciple-making umbrella that we always show, it is on the far evangelistic side, and it moves into life group, which is in the middle, and then which moves into D group, which is on the discipleship side. So because it's your favorite, Mike, we'll put it, it in the show notes, uh, and you'll see that whether it's digital or not, like you're saying, Hangout night still has a place in the disciple making process. Um, it's it's highly strategic. I love that. So, Mike, what are some of those practical ways though that we can take the hangout night? You know, invite people to the hangout night and then invite them to our life group later. So, I think first thing we need to understand it's not solely up to us as the leader to do the inviting. So, this is something we need to get the entire group involved in. So, right. each person identifying a person that they want to invite to the next hangout night. And then, um, you know, maybe even as a group before the hangout night. So in the, we're doing it once a month. So in the weeks leading up to it, maybe the group is praying for all of these names that, you know, we have written down or that we've identified as people that we want to invite to the next hangout night. And the group's praying for those people to show up at the next hangout night so they can have um, that intentional time with them. Uh, another way to do it is, you know, if you live in a, a neighborhood that has an HOA, most of them have some yeah. type of social media page, usually a Facebook group um, for the HOA. Uh, and, you know, if it's anything like mine, you know, a lot of people are primarily in there complaining. So <laughs> let's post something in there that is a little bit more healthy, a little bit more uplifting to where you're like, hey, so, hey, on such and such a date, me and some friends are barbecuing. Well, that's okay. right. We're not barbecuing. <laughs> or if you're going to barbecue, everybody's got to stay in their own yard. Um, but right. you know, you're posting in that Facebook group, hey, this is happening. You're invited. We'd love to see you, which is going to accomplish a few things. But that's how we're getting the word out. Um, and then don't just don't just let them come to the hangout night and give them a pat on the back and say, see you later when it's over. You know, again, we want to be intentional with this time. So if conversation has not come up naturally, then, you know, as it's wrapping up, as it, and he's like, hey, look, so we get together every week. You know, we we walk through the sermons that our pastor preaches on Sunday. We'd love to have you. You know, no pressure. Uh, but just extend that invitation to them. It's like, hey, so we get together on a regular basis. If you'd love to join us, we'd love to have you. 
no worries, no pressure, but this is happening. We want you to know that you're yeah. welcome. So um, I think this is, this is probably the most impactful way that each member can build relationships with new people in and through your group. Right. So we also right. talked about sharing your faith, sharing the gospel, but doing it with home court advantage. Right. So as we're yeah. all bringing people in so that we can share the gospel with them at some point, um, you know, just think about what that does for your group one, but then for the people that need to hear it, the people yeah. that may have never stepped foot in a church, but they did come to, you know, your virtual bingo night or, Whenever all this is over, they came over and barbecued in the backyard with you and friends. So it's an incredibly useful and strategic tool that requires very little of us getting outside of our comfort zone. It's a a no brainer. So let me throw a question back at you. What, why do you think that digital hangouts uh, can be just as impactful as normal ones? Because we're talking right now, you know, in the midst of this coronavirus where we, we literally cannot gather physically. So yeah. thinking through it digitally, I think we have a tendency to feel like, well, man, digital is just not going to be the same. It's not going to be as good. It's not, um, I can't connect with a screen. You know, what, what all these excuses yeah. that run through our head. And by the way, those are all the things that ran through my head <laughs> <laughs> as right. we we're moving into this thing. Um, but how can you, know, how can doing it digitally um, be just as impactful as the normal ones. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the, like, so I've done physical, uh, hangout nights for years, uh, within a group model. And then now I, I did just this last week, a digital one. And I have to say the digital one was easier than the physical one. Really? Um, I, I was really surprised. So this is, as I've been thinking through it, I, I, you know, so Robbie said this the other day, I thought it was really good. He said, after this crisis, we'll never have to uh, explain how important community is. People are feeling it. The crisis is showing it. And I think what's happening is there's people that there's an increased desperation for community uh, that people are having because of this. And so there's this health pandemic that's happening with staying healthy from the virus. But there's this emotional pandemic that people are having and they're looking for community. They're looking for a place to uh, connect with people. And so people are more desperate and then people have more time on their hands. There's availability. And so people are wanting you to invite them to something. They're wanting some type of community, even if it's digitally, it's better than nothing. And so, you know, as you look, this crisis that we're in right now is breaking down walls. It's breaking down social walls, emotional spiritual ones like people are asking spiritual questions right now like never before because of the fear and anxiety emotionally they're more open with the impact that they're that this is having on their emotional health because everybody's in the same boat we're all in this together and because we're all in this together socially people are a lot more open to meeting new people because they're desperate for it and and they know we're all in the same boat they immediately can relate to you because you're going through this pandemic as well. Yeah, we see it and in the neighborhood with people walking around. You know, we've been in this neighborhood seven years, and we don't live in a very big neighborhood. Uh, and there's, I've seen people on the street and met people on the street, of course, maintaining a six-foot perimeter. That's uh, right. And like I've, we've been here seven years. I've never seen them before in my entire life. 
Yeah. Uh, but no. there are people out constantly right now that are wanting and craving that engagement. I know it's crazy. I think how much they're craving something like this makes it easy for you to feel like even inviting them. You're like, man, I'm helping someone. They need it. People are more likely to say yes. And then once they get there, people are excited to be there. People need places to laugh. And mm -hmm. so it's just really nice for them to get a break from it. And then we were on a Zoom chat room when we did ours last week. Uh, and it was socially, it, it was a lot easier in the digital realm. It was just not as intimidating to meet somebody new. Yeah. Uh, as we were behind the computer screen, and there are other people in there. It actually was a lot less intimidating. And, you know, on that idea of lack of intimidation as well, it has never been easier to invite somebody than in the digital world. It is so easy to just blast out a link to a Zoom chat or whatever, opposed to having to call them or even, it's even easier than text them in a lot of ways, but it's definitely easier than in person to just say, hey, why don't you drop in at our hangout that we're doing later? Um, I think it's super easy. So to my surprise, my first digital hangout that I ever, I've ever done, it was easier and less intimidating to bring new people into it than a physical one. All right. So Vic, you've referenced your own personal digital hangout that you've done recently. So let's, let's, dig, <laughs> let's dig into that one real quick. Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about what you did? Yeah. Uh, this again, all started from that Facebook group. People said, how do we digitally have fun? And, you know, I just started thinking, how do we do this? It, what we came up with was, why don't we do a digital trivia night? And so we did a trivia night via Zoom. Every household was their own team. And so, and, and we just sent something out through our neighborhood. Uh, we told our life group, we said, hey, we're going to host a trivia night for our neighborhood. Most of our life group is in Patterson Farms. So we put out in the HOA, we put out in our Facebook group there, um, invited people in. We told our groups to invite a friend that feel, they felt like needed a break socially um, or they needed a social fun time. Um, and then we actually offered Prince's Pizza for the winner. Nice. We said, whoever wins, you and your wife, you get Prince's Pizza. Man, you're helping out a local business and what? you got a prize for trivia night, man. That's priceless. That's right. And so, well, it's not priceless. It's going to cost us a little bit. Mike, well, it's but priceless it for the it. winner. <laughs> uh, and so we had, a you know, Princess Pizza. It was an incentive. It made it fun. Well worth the, the money that we could do. It's kind of part of the, for us, it was a good Samaritan challenge that Robbie was given. Man, this is the least we can do to help people. So we did this and we, and it, it was amazing. People were on the front end like, oh my gosh, that sounds awesome. We need this. On the back end, uh, man, it was awesome. So we did this Zoom. Everybody has fun. Um, we had a, a, you know, we had four new couples in there wow. uh, that have never come to our life group. One of the couples came in there that there's somebody who we've been praying for. There, there are one that we're really trying to pray for, invest in, uh, and we've been trying to invite them to our group. But they are outspoken. They're, they're atheists or agnostic, I think. Um, so they don't really want to come to the group, but they came to this. We're excited. Whenever we finished the the hangout, Facebook blew up five. I think now there's six people, six of the I think nine groups that were in there have posted on Facebook about that night saying how fun it was and how much they needed it. 
Um, I was looking at the comments. One was like, if y'all don't live in our neighborhood, you're missing out. We have the best neighbors and we do Sunday <laughs> night trivia. You know, like another person said, we have to do this again. Another said, uh, what a fun night of doing trivia with our neighbors. Uh, this is our first time using Zoom. Uh, and then somebody, I love this one. After feeling so fed up today, this did my heart so good. I love doing life with our neighbors. That's awesome. You know, and so that it was so simple. Uh, but really, you know, and Sophie, as we went to and I went to sleep last night, we were thinking about that couple that is our one that we're praying for, that we're trying to invest in. And, uh, and we, we really, we began to pray and said, God, will you help this be a bridge? Would they come to our life group because of tonight? And so I, it was awesome, man. It was, it was so fun. I think somebody's hosting it next week and we're doing it again. So it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun to keep going uh, that route. That's really and cool. so, um, yeah, but that's not the only way. I mean, that's, that is one, like we had a lot of, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we would actually recommend doing that. We're going to give you some resources to help you do that. Um, we'll share about that at the very end, but what are some other digital hangouts that our groups could do, Mike? Um, you have one that you always reference. Why don't you just go ahead and start with your favorite game well, that you love to play? What would it look like if we played cornhole digitally? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought about this too because uh, Derek Harris, you know, one of our uh, life group leaders and D group leaders, he uh, posted some pictures on Facebook where they had set the cornhole boards up inside the house. Now I'm assuming his house is really long because I think well they got to be like 11 uh, yards apart or something like that. Um, but they were playing inside the house. So if people in the group all have cornhole boards, then, you know, what would it look like to set them up either in, you do it in the driveway. You don't have to stay inside the house, but if everybody's in the driveway, their own driveway, uh, then you start throwing the bags around. Uh, I even thought about this the other day. What if I had a set of cornhole boards and I took one of them and I dropped them off in my neighbor's driveway or on their front yeah. porch with a note that says, I'm challenging you to a game of cornhole at three o'clock this afternoon. And <laughs> I'm in my driveway with my board and then they're in their driveway with their board. And now we're playing cornhole together. There you uh, go. But we've had some, we've had a few recommendations. Uh, Stephanie Creed had recommended a digital scavenger hunt, which that sounded like fun. a lot of fun. Um, Vivian, For the record, that's, that means you just, you the, the host says, go find this item in your house and the yes. first one to find it and bring it back wins, which sounds like it's going to get out of hand really quickly. And I think it would be really funny to do with the kids. Well, if you've ever played Spoons. Yes, it, that's exactly I feel right. like, because you know how Spoons can get out of control real <laughs> quick. Uh, I feel like this would be the same way because you've got to jump up from wherever you are, run into the kitchen, grab right. the item that they recommend, and then get back to the camera first, and then that's how you get the point. So, that's uh, good. Our very own Vivian Penuel recommended oh, a digital lip syncing contest. <laughs> I want you to go first in that, Vivian. I want you to do it and show us. Yes, uh, we're going to need Vivian <laughs> to upload a video of that. But some others have recommended a Netflix party. You can watch yeah. a movie together on Netflix digitally, and there's a chat function where you can uh, talk about the movie. Talk, you know, We had this thing I used to do in the military. We call it Terrible Movie Tuesday when we were deployed. We would find the worst <laughs> movie. Like It was usually Steven Seagal or Jean-Claude Van Damme or something like that. But uh, And then we'd just make fun of it the whole time. So that's what I think of with the, the Netflix party. But you, know, you can play Pictionary digitally. I mean, how hard would yeah. it be to just, you know, you just, you've got to hold your, 
your picture up in front of the camera and people get to guess. You've got teams. So yep. it still works. You know, karaoke, a talent show. Now, some of these are starting to get in. Like, I'm an introvert, so you might need to be an extrovert <laughs> <laughs> to play some of these games. That's right. I'm going to come up with more questions and do a trivia uh, night. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so, you know Calvin you can have... did. Did you hear Calvin did online bingo yes, the other night? I he did, did hear it for that. his neighborhood. Yes. And so I said, Calvin, you're way too young to be doing online bingo, but I like it. Well, Jessica heard about it. She said, I want to play bingo. <laughs> uh, you know, but really the, the reality is, is our, our imagination is the only thing that limits us in this yeah. uh, time digitally. You know, there, there are, is it as good as meeting in person? No, I don't think yeah. it ever will be. But when we can't get together in person, there are a ton of creative ways that can help us stay connected with not just the people that we love, the people in our group, the people in our church, but also with the community around us as we're creating sure. still ways to have an outward impact with that group to where we're still furthering the kingdom. You know, the coronavirus, yeah. coronavirus is irrelevant to God's kingdom growing. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I really am wondering if when we come out on the other end of it, if we're going to be in a much better position having experienced it because now people value that community much more than they ever did before mm. because it's different. Yeah. It's just different now. No, I absolutely. And so whatever that idea for you is, I hope that gets you going and gets you some ideas. Uh, find a way to engage with others and connect uh, with others. And so this is the resource that we're going to give you for the podcast. Uh, we actually have an adult and a kid's version of Trivia Night. And so it's the adult one that we did as a group. Uh, we put the kids down and did a little bit later. The kids one you could do with your family. Um, and each household makes a team. There are questions, some uh, tips, facilitator tips on how to do it digitally. Um, this isn't the only way. We just wanted to give you some tracks to run on so that you could choose something. And so if you want to do trivia night, go for it. Try doing it this week. I'm telling you, people around you are going to be so excited. So I took the time to create uh, a social hangout because we all need it. And let us and know so, about it. Yeah, and let us know about it. And Facebook right now, I love seeing some of the ideas like what Vivian and Stephanie were sharing and, uh, and Hamilton and Calvin. Like love all those ideas. Keep those coming. Show us because um, it's really cool to see. Again, we talked about this. When this is happening, we have outreaches in our city in every neighborhood where there's a live group and it's pretty amazing. So uh, as we finish up, if this podcast has been helpful for you, if you aren't already subscribe, leave a rating and review if you liked us. Um, and so we uh, are so thankful for everything that you're doing. And if there's any questions that you have, we look forward to doing more Q and A's through our Facebook uh, groups channel uh, in the days ahead. And so we're so thankful for you guys and we'll talk to you next week. 